All right, hello and welcome to the Accepted Podcast, a college admissions podcast for the savvy student. My name is Tyler Kusinoki. I am an admissions counselor working out of Tokyo. And um, today I wanted to continue our conversation a little bit about the Ivy Leagues. Uh, so last week I talked a little bit about the Ivy Leagues and there was a little bit of like, they're not that big of a deal, when of course they are a big deal. And so uh, this week I did want to take some time to, because regardless of how much or little I talk about the Ivy Leagues at the end of the day, the ultimate question that I'm often going to get is, that's I get that they're hard. I get that it's difficult. But how do I increase my chances of getting in? Right. That ultimately is is the question that it always comes back to: is how do I get in though? Right. Um, and so I wanted to talk a little bit today by just running a little bit of an, a bit of an exercise that hopefully after me going through it um, is something that you can do yourselves, do on your own, do with different schools. And um, and see if that will help you kind of start to get a baseline for whether or not um, this school, these Ivy Leagues are the right choice for you or whether or not like you are doing everything possible to improve your candidacy of getting in. So um, given the question of, you know, how do I get into these top schools? I figured that it might make sense to just experiment with going right to the source. And so um, I'm, I am going to hop over to Harvard's website now and uh, Harvard uh, College, their undergrad, uh, has a little thing called uh, what we look for um, on their heading page. Now, a lot of people will dismiss things like this as, ah, they're all going to ultimately say the same thing, right? We get that you need to be basically perfect plus in order to get in, and so on and so forth. And while I do, to some degree, I think that's true, I think that the these colleges also put all of that information there for a reason, right? And some of that is genuinely, like, to help guide you think about have, have I achieved the things that I need to in order to be in order to be the best possible candidate. So today I wanted to try, kind of take a look at uh, Harvard's uh, What We Look For page, and there are a series of questions on here. And so um, treat this almost like a survey uh, today. I'm going to go through each question. I'm going to talk about what each question means, talk about ways you could be answering that question. And hopefully this will then serve as a useful template for all of you to then go off and do this for Yale, do this for Princeton, do this for Columbia, do this for whichever school you're looking to get into, um, whichever schools do on their website website offer a here's what kind of what we're looking for um, piece of it can be really really helpful for you to start to think about uh, is this the right school for me is this the right um, is this the right kind of uh, culture that I'm looking for okay so uh, if I go on the page right Harvard breaks down their questions uh, into one two three four five main categories okay so uh, actually four uh, growth and potential interests and activities personal character contribution to the Harvard community, okay? And so from that alone, you already kind of can see um, kind of what their focus is, right? Very little of it has to do with academics because your academics are already going to be spoken for. If you're planning on applying to a top-tier school, your test scores, your GPA, all of that should already be there. And so what they're really looking for then are these remaining pieces. So let's start to go through these questions. So under growth and potential, the first question is, have you reached your maximum academic and personal potential? Right, And so as we go through these, start to think of what the, your answer would be. Have you reached your maximum academic and personal potential? You want to be able to say yes with an asterisk to this, right? Yes, I have within the context that I have been given, right? 
which means I've done, I've taken the hardest classes my school has offered, right? And that I have stretched myself to try to engage in additional opportunities outside of the classroom to pursue my, my goals academically. So independent research, right? Um, delving into your own, the, uh, your own library of books, right? Um, developing an app, whatever that may be, right? Is that, um, have you capped out on what you are what you are capable of doing within the context because colleges are always going to view you from your context but within that context have you kept it and are you hungry for more and is there proof somewhere of the hungry for more so already this is a simple what seems like a simple straightforward question but there is a nuanced answer right you want to be able to say yes i have within that context but i'm also bringing evidence that i'm going above and beyond that potential right and that leads into the second question have you been stretching yourself right yes or no question sure but what is your proof what is your evidence that is clearly visible within the eight minutes that i'm going to give your application that you have been stretching yourself is it independent projects is it your teacher recommendations is it your essay that talks a little bit about your background and why you were a reluctant public speaker but now you're captain of the debate club right okay have you been working to capacity in your academic pursuits, your full-time or part-time employment or other areas? Lots of kind of different questions covering the same thing, right? Is that I want to see that you have made the absolute most of the resources that you have available to you, right? If your school doesn't offer AP and you didn't, so therefore you didn't do AP, it's fine, right? But did you seek out, but within the classes that you were allowed, are you taking the most difficult classes, right? And then beyond that, are you looking for opportunities to explore in ways that maybe your school would not allow you for you, right? So um, those are kind of the questions because if you are an international student, if you're an international school student, chances are you have resources, right? The fact that you have the internet means you have resources. So how are you making the most of who you are, where you are, what you have, what you want to do? Are you doing all of these things, Okay. Do you reserve power to do more, right? And um, okay, right. So this is a this is also a question, right? It's a yes or no question. But what is your proof going to be, right? Have you been able to maximize and then go above and beyond, right? Have you been able to maximize and go beyond? How have you used your time, right? Having binge watched every possible series on Disney Plus is um, a, an amazing accomplishment in and of itself, but how have you used your time, right? Have you used your time to be able to answer the previous questions that I just talked about in greater detail, okay? Do you have initiative? Are you a self-starter? What motivates you? Okay, this is big, right? And this speaks to not necessarily leadership, right? This isn't necessarily saying like, do you lead, right? This is more, do you have ideas and then do you follow them through, right? Many, many high school students are going to, are their high school career is filled with half-completed projects, things that are like, oh, this is cool, and then they got bored. Oh, this is cool, and then it got too hard, right? Do you have initiative, but do you follow through on your initiatives? What is your proof, right? This, again, it's not a question about leadership. It's a question of, do you follow through with your good ideas or even your bad ideas, right? Do you do something about it? Are you active with your ideas? Okay. Do you have a direction yet? What is it? If not, are you exploring many things? Okay, so um, this is kind of speaking to the generalist versus the specialist. But either way, the follow-up question is, right, what are you doing? Right? Because again, 
however you answer these questions, right, the next follow-up question is prove it. And so if you don't have something that immediately jumps off the page and says, yes, then you are not doing enough to be getting into these schools. If you're interested in learning more about the complex world of college admissions or would love to connect more with college admissions officers from around the world, Tokyo Academics has you covered. We are regularly hosting seminars and events that range from college essay workshops to panels with current students at top schools to small group conversations with admissions officers. For more information, please visit tokyoacademics.com slash events. That's tokyoacademics.com slash events. Where will you be in one, five, or 25 years? Will you contribute something to those around you? Okay. This has to do with um, your projections, but also kind of how you speak to your hopes and dreams in your why, why essays, right? Why do you want to study what you want to study? Why do you want to attend this university? Your teacher recommendations, where they see you heading, right? Are Do you have a goal? Do you have a plan? Do you have a um, dream that you want to accomplish, right? Will you contribute something to those around you, right? What's your proof? Yes, you will. How do I know? Because you have been. Right? So who is going to speak to that? You can, your activities list can, your teachers absolutely can, right? And kind of a third-party recommender absolutely also can as well. Right? Uh, what sort of human being are you now? What sort of human being will you be in the future? What kind of question is this? They want to see high schoolers who are reflective. They want to see high schoolers who can actually answer this question. Sure, I think a lot of colleges will say, we don't need you to be a fully formed adult. I agree. You don't need to be. You're, you're 18, right? But you do need to have spent some time thinking about the kind of big picture question. Who am I? Who do I want to be? And to be able to answer that with poise, be able to answer that articulately, at least for the time being, right? Even if you don't know, be able to explain your I don't know in an interesting way, right? Don't be, oh, I don't know. Or like, oh, I don't know. I don't care. Or, oh, there's too many options. Whatever. Those are the worst, right? Even if it's, I don't know because I'm interested in this and this and this and I may want to do this or I don't know because there are all of these options and um, I am wanting to explore first. Like even that's a better answer than, yeah, I, I don't know, right? So move beyond, I don't know, right? If you work with me, you work with my team, I don't know will never be an acceptable answer, right? Especially in an age where you have the entire world on your phone, I don't know what's never going to be a thing, but this question is basically asking you to be able to demonstrate that you are a reflective individual, that you know yourself because you have spent some time thinking about who you are and who you want to be, okay? And so we've only just gone through one category and already there's a lot, right? These aren't just simple questions that point to, well, you've got to be perfect. No, no. These are questions that are very specifically, basically lay laying out for you you need to be able to, if you can't answer these questions definitively with clear examples that are corroborated by others, you're not going to have a chance. So what do you need to do to gain those things, right? What do you need to do to be able to answer those questions definitively with proof that can be corroborated by others, all right? 
Let's go through the next, right? Interests and activities. <clears throat> Do you care deeply about anything? Intellectual, extracurricular, personal. You have to, right? Even if it's only for the moment, right? Um, and even if it's Pokemon, right? You have to care, right? And so um, that is one of those things that I think a lot of high schoolers find innately hard um, is because they, they're young. You all are young, right? You haven't had the opportunity to necessarily build and develop a whole lot of care for anything. But within the confines of high school for the purposes of your evaluation, care about something, right? Whatever it is, and then prove it. Prove that you care, right? Through your activities, through the things that you commit to, through the classes you choose to take, all of those pieces, okay? What have you learned from your interests? What have you done with your interests? Have you achieved results with, with what success or failure? What have you learned as a result? And this is, again, speaking to a couple of things. Be reflective, right? And go out and do something. I cannot stress this enough that you have, whether it be online courses or getting involved in student government or starting your own thing on Instagram or um, starting a, a fundraiser on Kickstarter or wherever, there is zero reason you cannot do whatever the heck you want, right? Um, a 13-year-old was just hired by Google, right? I can guarantee you that 13-year-old was not hired by Google because they just sat in class and got A's, right? That's not enough, but you have no excuse, right? If you are able to listen to this podcast, there's things you can be doing right now that are more than what you are doing right now. <laughs> um, and so uh, work towards results, right? Even if they result in failure, like, and I get that, a lot of students are like, I don't want to do something if it's, I'm just going to mess up. Those mess ups are really good learning experiences and you can talk about them, right? The students who have essays that are the most powerful and the most compelling and the most genuine are students who have failed. Not, I got a B plus, right? But like actually failed. Right? And so go out, do things, okay? In terms of extracurricular, athletic community, or family commitments, have you taken full advantage of opportunity? There it is again. Have you maxed out what's available to you? Okay. And the ceiling is so high for you if you are an international school student because you have so many resources, right? Not just in terms of your school, which is probably very well resourced, your parents, um, in order for you to go to the school, your parents have been very successful. They have network. They have wisdom, right? All of your friends, your your classmates, they have parents who are also successful, who also have networks, who also have wisdom. Your teachers have wisdom, right? Tap into these resources. Don't go through blindly and then throw up your hands at the end of the day and be like, well, I want to go, but there's nothing I can do. How can I possibly compete? You absolutely can compete, but you got to get off your butt, right? What is the quality of your activities? Do you appear to have a genuine commitment or leadership role? Yep. Very straightforward, right? Show that you have spent the time, right? To commit to a few things, right? I'd much rather see you spend four years on a couple things than a semester each on 5 billion things. Okay. All right. If you had not much time in high school for extracurricular pursuits due to familial work or other obligations, what do you hope to explore at Harvard with your additional free time? Okay. Be interesting. Have curiosities. All right. Read. All right. Be able to um, hold the conversation. Right. All of these things are 
um, kind of reinforcing the fact that at the end of the day, yes, Harvard is looking for straight A 1600 superstars, but they're mostly looking for interesting individuals, right? And, well, how can it be interesting? Yeah, I I know it's hard, right? But you become interesting by being interested, right? Learn, want to learn, right? Watch a few documentaries, pay attention to the news, right? Geek out about something, right? Um, And that almost more than anything else, right? Obviously, assuming that you have the grades and the stats overall, being passionate about a thing and then going hard at it and then finding ways to integrate that into the rest of your life, right? That is going to be the thing that helps you become memorable for these top universities, Personal character, what choices have you made for yourself? Why? Again, a question about reflection, right? Do you know who you are? Do you, are you aware of the decisions you made? Have you thought about the consequences of the decision you made? And if so, how are you going to show that? Where do you want to show that um, over the course of your application? Are you a late bloomer, right? This is a fair question. A lot of maybe students don't start to realize what they want until they're like late junior year. Okay, that's fine. But that means you would definitely need to use these this remaining time to demonstrate that, right? And to go really all in, right? How open are you to new ideas and people? Right? This is not, I went to Vietnam and worked with orphans, right? But are you constantly, and is this something that your teachers can speak to as well, that you were open, you always kind of were able to contribute meaningfully to discussion, not just through speaking up, but through active listening, Right? Are you the type of person who has a group of friends and then doesn't interact with anybody else? Or are you the floater, right? Be the floater, because right? that's going to show your your ability to move across different groups, right? International schools, for all that they, they tout diversity, international schools are the clickiest, the clickiest, right? Don't be a click, float, right? And be able to show that, right? What about your maturity, character, leadership, self-confidence, sense of humor, energy, concern for others, and grace under pressure? Okay, this is a loaded, 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 loaded statement, but you can see these are all things that they're going to want to see, right? Maturity, character, leadership, self-confidence, sense of humor, energy, concern for others, and grace under pressure. Every single one of these you should have an example for that shows that you have it. If you don't, Go back, re- rewind this, listen to it again, or just go to the website and look it up, right? And be like, can do I have something that proves that, right? And if not, seek it out or come talk to me. We can figure out what you can do, right? And then the last big thing, contribution to the Harvard community. Will you be able to stand up to the pressures and freedoms of college life, okay? How the heck am I supposed to know that? I haven't gone to Harvard yet. I know, but... Right? The question here is about independence and resilience. Right? How do you respond to failure? How do you respond to freedom? Right? When given the freedom, what do you do? Right? Do you hop over to Netflix? Do you hop on TikTok? Or do you do a thing and do a thing that's meaningful? Right? And who's going to say this about you? Do your teachers see like every spare moment right? he utilizes for this when given an opportunity to do something independent? Right? went off the chain and did something super cool, right? Will you contribute something to your Harvard and to your classmates? Will you benefit uh, from your Harvard experience, okay? So community impact, 
This is something that none of the essays even really ask for, but you absolutely have to have evidence of, is where you are now, right? Your family, your school, your city, your nation. Is it better because you exist? Is it better because of the things that you've done? Prove it, right? Have an action item that shows this. Would other students want to room with you, share a meal, be in a seminar together, be teammates, or collaborate in a closely knit extracurricular group? Right? Teacher recommendations, right? A third recommendation, what you talk about, the type of activities you engage in, right? Are you a change maker? Right? When you arrive on campus, do you help shape culture or do you just blend in? Colleges want the former. Harvard absolutely wants the former. All right. And so what initially feels kind of like, I know what I'm going to get out of this. I just need to be perfect, right? Is actually a checklist of actionable items, right? Or a checklist of where do I need to pursue action in order to be able to be the type of student that Harvard is looking for, right? Don't dismiss these as fluff, right? Um, college admissions... Yes, it's a lot of kind of, it's a black box and it's very difficult and it's very difficult to figure out a lot of these things. But as a starting point, right, don't throw up your hands and say, I guess I have to be perfect. Well, I'm too late for that. I already have like one A, one B plus, right? Look at each college, pay attention to their mission, to their vision, to the type of students that they want to gather, the types of students they want to create, the types of students that they're looking for, right? Every college somewhere is going to say something about this, right? The Ivy Leagues especially, right? But if your goal is there, if that is what you are aiming for, and you are ignoring them literally telling you, hey, we want this, then I don't think you're actually that serious about going to the Ivy Leagues, okay? So if you're listening to this and you are if fall into that group of I wanna go to a top tier school, that's your homework. Go on the website, find where they talk about what they're looking for, read through it carefully, What what is implied, what is suggested, do you answer all of those in the affirmative and not just in the affirmative, like, yeah, I do it with proof because I don't get to meet you, right? Before I read your application, you don't get to defend your application. You just submit your application and I need to be able to see on that application proof of all of this, right? Okay, so... Um, so for those of you who are looking for um, how to be competitive, how to gain entrance, right? In some ways, it's like not a mystery because the colleges straight come out and tell you. But if you're going to dismiss that and say like, ah, there's got to be something better, right? Sure, absolutely. I'm sure that there's obviously more to it. That's why my job exists, right? But at the very minimum, start with literally what the college says they're looking for. And if you can't even answer those, start acting in such a way and planning in such a way so that you can. All right. All right. Thank you for listening to the Accepted Podcast. Again, my name is Tyler Kusunoki. We hope you enjoyed today's topic on basically how to get into Harvard in a, like a weird way. Um, but uh, just make sure that 
you know, hopefully this was useful. This was me more in like teacher lecture mode. I hope you can, if you've been listening to this podcast, you kind of sense the shift. This is me in counselor mode. So if you end up wanting to uh, reach out and work with me or wear anything like that, this is the Tyler you're kind of going to get a little bit of. Um, so that's that. Um, do join us next week for more on the complex world of college admissions. If you like what you're hearing and want to support, please, please be sure to leave us a rating on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or your platform of choice. It really does help uh, us with our visibility. It helps more uh, potential listeners uh, kind of catch on to us and hear what we have to say. Uh, and so please do that as well. Uh, please also follow us and hit the bell icon for notifications to stay up to date. Again, as more information comes out and we're getting a lot um, over this recent cycle, I may be releasing um, special pods or if I have a chance to interview admissions officers, those things will go up at not your regular schedule. So uh, click on the bell icon so you have your notifications to stay up to date. Uh, we also regularly host events, both in person and online. So if you're interested in attending free info sessions with me and real admissions officers, check us out at tokyoacademics.com slash events. That's a, again, that's tokyoacademics.com slash events. I will be hosting one um, this uh, April 24th um, from 7 to 8.30 p.m. Uh, Japanese Standard Time, uh, where I will be breaking down some of the data that we've uh, collected from this past round of admissions and what that means for future college applicants. So if you're interested in all of that, if you're interested in kind of hearing more about what this cycle and has revealed about what may be coming up in the future, please go and sign up for that. Uh, and I'd love to meet you and talk to you as well. And again, as always, if there's anything, if you are interested in a personal consultation or a diagnostic and are interested in seeing how we can help you more directly, feel, please feel free to reach out to me directly at college at tokyoacademics.com. That's college at tokyoacademics.com. All right, that's it for today. And remember, the key to getting in is getting ready. Thank you. <laughs>